Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're joined by my older brother, Timothy Yusta. He's joining us for... What's up, y'all? Uh, ...for a three-part series that we're going to be doing. So the um, three episodes that we'll uh, do on keys to promotion. My brother uh, basically taught me everything I know, almost. At least in business and uh, in life and marriage and pretty much most of the things I know. But he's here. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good to be with you guys. Um, I've been listening to my brother's podcast now since he started them on and off, and uh, I know they've been a big impact, so it's uh, it's cool to be on this first podcast. It's my first official one. It's been a bit overdue, but so we're going to talk about keys to promotion and in three categories. You're not going to want to miss these, so the first category today will be on mindset, uh, and then we'll do one on skill set, and then one on action steps. Um, so very practical things that you can do. I know for many of you, it'll be uh, maybe even the missing link to like what's been missing in uh, area of promotion for your life. So um, definitely take some notes. Um, some of you may need to go back and, and really like uh, uh, let this stuff sink in deep for you. But I'm going to uh, pass it over here and talk about um, mindset. Take it away. So I, just to frame uh, the series, kind of the thing that inspired this is uh, in my talks with a lot of my sales guys, as well as just friends of mine, um, a lot of people seem to be what what they would call in a transition period where they're looking, they feel that there's something new coming for them. They feel that there's uh, you know a vision that the Lord has set out, but they're kind of missing the the pieces and and everyone deals with it differently. Some just kind of say, oh, "I'm waiting on the Lord for the next part of my life to start." Others kind of go out and like randomly search because they feel that where they're at now is not where they're meant to stay forever. So they start looking, um, but they kind of miss out, I think, and they end up back around the mountain again, just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and then others uh, kind of stick with what they've got, but they don't really view what they're going through the right way and waste a lot of time and energy. And I believe that, you know, as a child of God, you're not in the place you are on accident ever. You're either where you're supposed to be or you're not where you're supposed to be. And if you are where you're supposed to be, the key is getting everything out of that opportunity and maximizing that because the Lord has you there, not as a waiting room for the next thing, but it's a place to teach you things to, to, uh, for you to affect the kingdom in that zone. And only when you complete basically the mission um, in that place that God has uh, you to be, uh, do you actually move on to the next thing. And so I think in, in my talks with a lot of people, just recently, it seems like everyone uh, I'm talking to seems to feel that something's coming, but they're just not there yet. And it's kind of that question mark on how to get to the next step. And so um, the the three-part series, starting right now with the mindset, I'll go into the skill set, and then we'll talk at the end about the actual action steps. I believe if you're you know, resounding with that and saying, yeah, I feel like I'm in a transition period. I kind of even have an idea of what's coming next, or maybe you don't, but I don't really know how to get from here to there. I think this will fill in the blanks. Uh, myself, I've transitioned a few times from what the Lord had for me uh, in Bible school, into ministry, into business, and then into different types of business, ultimately to where I am today. And uh, I've seen these things play out over and over again, and I know they work and they'll bless you. So um, I guess just to start out, so I, I I, I kind of break things up. Uh, the first part just being our viewpoint. I think our belief system and our viewpoint really is the 
kind of branch that um, everything else, all the fruit of our life grows off of. If your mind is right, then the results, you will be right. And then ultimately your actions will be right. And then the results will be right. If the mind is wrong or the belief system is wrong, everything's going to be wrong. So the root of really everything we do comes from our belief. The Bible talks about as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So the outside result of who you are is a product of the way you think right now and your belief system, the way you view the world, the victim mentality versus the victor mentality. All of that plays from your belief system, which is formed by society, formed by the church you go to, formed by your parents, formed by your teachers, formed by your interactions. Um, we form these things, even like with my daughter now, she's three years old, and I'm already uh, looking and being kind of on alert for moments that she's displaying a mindset that I know will hold her back in life. And I'm doing my best as a parent to kind of help her develop the right mindset. So when she's scared of something, I pull her aside, I talk to her about how fear never controls us, and I actually try to encourage her to go face that thing right then and there, because I want her to always be a conqueror that understands that when you're afraid of something, the very thing you need to do is actually go confront that thing. Uh, Whereas as a kid, I was afraid of everything, and so that haunted me up until I would say 15, 16, 17 when I got into Bible school and um, things started to change for me, but how much better would my life have been had I learned to conquer that thing at an early age. And so I think that the, the the starting point for this is your viewpoint. So I think the, I guess the first one, if you're writing these down, number one, I'm going to go pretty quick, is a hunger to be at your best. You have to believe that you can be better and you have to have a hunger to be at your best wherever you are right now. Um, promotion really comes from, ultimately from the Lord. Um, and so ultimately, if you are where you're at right now, if you're doing that as under the Lord, you're going to do it to the best of your ability. And I think that we underestimate, sometimes we assume assume that oh, it's just in the Lord's hands, but we have to take the practical steps to having a mindset and a hunger to be at our best. Um, Looking back at my career, I realize now that it was my hunger to rise to the top in something practical like sales that's always allowed me to be in the room with influential people and ultimately has led to the promotion in my life. I've, I've always strived to be the best, and part of it, honestly, was a desire to say um, to myself that if I'm a Christian and I represent God and I want to represent the creator of heaven and earth correctly, I should be the best at every single thing that I do. Now, I may not be the best now because I just started, but by the end, I will be the best. And that was really my hunger so that I could fully represent the kingdom of God in the right way because I believe as believers, we should be at the top of every industry we go into. If the Lord has sent you into an industry, it's not to stay at the bottom. He might start you there, but it's a rise to the top. And many times the promotion will never get out of that because your eyes are so much focused on the next thing that you don't buckle down and focus on what's in front of you. And so I think the point number one, I would say is you need to strive to be at your best. And so in the thing that you're in right now, the job, the helps ministry, the Bible school, Wherever God has you, how do you become better? And maybe take a second and write down three simple steps to how you could be better at the very thing you're doing. Um, The second thing uh, that uh, I think you need to know, I kind of already mentioned it, is just a simple understanding that all promotion comes from the Lord. You're not looking to man 
for your promotion. I'll say that again. You're not looking to man for your promotion. The promotion that you are seeking is waiting on the Lord. And so some people, when that really clicks, you will realize that you've been doing your work, good or bad, under the Lord. So if you are a bad, and I've been a bad employee, I've been a very bad employee. In fact, my brother and I worked at Costco and I quickly found a way to work about two hours a day, getting paid 10 bucks an hour for an eight hour a day job, and then spend the other six hours eating snacks in Costco, sitting on a couch watching movies. Um, So I've been a terrible employee. But when it really clicked for me that every job I do, if the Lord has sent you there, if again, if he's not sent you there, then you need to take some time and figure out where you're supposed to be. But if he sent you there, you are working for the Lord. So is the work you did yesterday something that you would be proud of and that the Lord would be happy with, right? My brother uh, said something really profound years ago. He said, I look at my day and I ask myself, if, if my day was a painting, would I be willing to sign the Lord's name to that painting at the end of the day? And if the answer to that question for you yesterday or last week or last month would be no, you need to reevaluate. Why are you not giving your best Why are you not putting your all in? Are you in the wrong place? Well, then change the place you're at. If you're in the right place, give your absolute best and understand that the real CEO of your life is looking at you right now and he's judging, are you ready for the promotion? Should the Lord promote you? I mean, that's a good question, right? Should the Lord promote you now? Or are you not ready for it based on your current diligence in what you've been doing and what you've been assigned to do, whether it's Bible school? And it really doesn't matter if you don't like the natural human being that you're under. You can say, well, I don't like my boss. Well, welcome to the club. I mean, half the people I worked for, I've not liked, right? Some of them Christians, some of them non-Christians, right? There were helps ministries that I had. At one point, I had about seven helps ministries in Bible school. I spent, I calculated that that year, I spent more hours on the church property than I did at my house. And that's including sleeping. So incredible. And that's throughout an entire week. So every day of the week I was there. And there were times during then where I worked for people that I felt like I had potentially uh, more skill, more diligence, maybe even a greater anointing, whatever it is. But the Lord had me under that person to serve them with, uh, with integrity, honesty, and to honor them, right? And so are you giving your best? If the Lord is the CEO and he's coming to give you a quarterly review on your work this month or this quarter, right? What is your score out of one through 10? If you scored yourself now, honestly, what would he give you? If you're not scoring a 10, you're probably not ready for promotion. So put your eyes on what you're in right now and understand that the true promotion will come from the Lord. And then the third one, and I would say this is actually probably the most important key in the mindset section of this is vision. You have to have a bigger vision for your life because some of you guys, the reason you're lacking passion in what you're currently doing is you don't understand how that fits into the bigger vision and understand or potentially you don't have a vision altogether. I think for me, I did sales for many, many years with uh, zero vision. Um, I was doing sales to make money and I thought the ultimate call for me was to send my tithe to give an additional 10 or 20% on top of that, to try and give as much as I can, send people to go do the work of the ministry while I went and made money and be a good Christian. And that was the ultimate call. But when the Lord really showed me that uh, my calling in life personally is to raise an army of businessmen around the world that will fund the, 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 the final harvest, the big revival that is here and is going to pick up momentum in the years to come before Jesus returns, which is sooner than we think, and that my job uh, is to build the kingdom 
via the business realm as well as ministering as much as I can. When that vision clicked into place, the passion that I had for my current job doing door-to-door sales, leading people, totally switched. I no longer saw myself as a salesman or as a regional manager or a senior regional manager over 300 salesmen. I saw myself as a man of God entrusted with 300 human beings that inside of them is the greatness, the DNA of God waiting to be unlocked. And right now that is my mission field. And so understanding my place now at Vivint and with the different companies that I own in the bigger picture gave me such a passion that I wake up every day and I know I'm not just going to work waiting on the next thing. I am so excited to give my all because today is just as important for me accomplishing the will of God for my life as it will be the day before Jesus returns. I'll say that again. If you're in the place that God has for you, today is just as important to God. Doing what he's told you to do today with excellence to the best of your ability is just as important as the day before he returns or the day before he calls you home. They're all important if you're in the call. They're just part of each, you know, part of the journey. And so I realized in that moment that I needed to see what I was doing today as part of the bigger vision. And so Again, I'll finish with this. If you don't know the, the 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 plan that God has for your life, if you can't answer that question, I know what I'm here on the earth to do, that would be almost the very next step or really would be the next step that I would encourage you to do. I guess your homework after this podcast, before you even listen to the next one, is go figure that out and get some direction, right? And it may not be a clear picture. I don't think the Lord ever gives us a full picture. I've got ideas of what's coming uh, now in the next year, two years, and even five, 10, 15 years from now, there's things that Pastor Rodney, our pastor, is doing that he says that he saw 20 years ago, right? And he's only today doing them. So there are things that the Lord, and the more, honestly, the more the Lord can trust you, the further advanced notice I think he gives you on the instructions in the vision. But you have to have clarity in the vision, and the Lord is not withholding that. And it takes time where you just go get quiet, you shut off your cell phone, you shut off social media, you stop asking everyone else what they think you're supposed to do, and you press into the Lord, you get in some services, you get into some revival meetings, you go fast for a week, whatever you need to do, and you get with your creator, the one who knew you and formed you in the womb. He knew you before you were even born, and he, he crafted you perfectly for what he's designed you to do. I'm telling you, he will tell you what you're designed to do, or at least give you the first piece that you need to start on the journey. So that's my homework for you today. And then we'll see you on the next podcast. Um, It was good being here with you today. Well, Tim, let me ask you a question before we wrap up here. We have another minute or so, but you talk about hunger. And when I look at, especially our generation and below, there's um, a lot of people who lack hunger. They'll show up and they'll be there, but they're just showing up to show up. It's almost like showing up is good enough. But it's the one thing I don't see. And really, from my perspective in sales, it's the one key element that I see in your life that always gave you a leg up over everybody else was just the desire to be the best, this hunger to move forward. So can, can you think back from when you were a teenager? Because there were times where we were both playing video games. I've talked about that on the podcast, you know, 12, 13 hours a day. When did it switch where you said, I have to make this work? Where Hunger is cultivated. It isn't like it doesn't pop out of nowhere. So like when was that moment for you? I mean, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think, you know, right in sales, I remember the moment where I went from being okay with being good to like nothing less than being great. And part of that was just the competitive nature when I saw other people win. And I just, something in me said, there's just no 
reason, if you're a human, that you can't become as good as anyone else. And I think that always drove me, that I felt that others were more skilled, maybe naturally than me, but you can always outwork everybody else. There's always a limit, right? So some people are willing to work eight hours a day at their craft. So if you'll work nine every single day, right, you get ahead. Uh, I saw this really cool video um, uh, with Kobe Bryant, and he talked about how he did three practices a day where the average NBA player does two. So he's like, so I wake up an hour earlier, maybe at six, and I'm in the gym by 6.30, and I hit my first workout. Then I go back and rest for an hour or two. Then I hit another one around noon or two o'clock, and then I hit another one around six or 7 p.m. So he said, you do that day in and day out. Within a year, I've got you know 300 additional practices in over the average NBA player. And then over the course of a few years, the difference between me and everyone else starts to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. So he was basically making the point that he wasn't one of the greatest players of all time because of natural skill. He outworked everybody. And obviously Jordan, same exact thing, right? So he outworked. And sometimes it takes, like for a guy like Jordan, it took someone telling him he basically wasn't good enough to then get a fire in him to go prove. I I really believe that every human being has the same level of greatness and potential inside of them. I don't believe God creates people and then he like give some just this way big leg leg up in life. Now, obviously, there's it's in the in the line and what you're supposed to be doing. I think it goes back, at least for me, to are you in the right place? If you're in the right place, then you can know that God has you there and there's a grace for you to dominate in that realm. And so if you're not dominating, are you either in the wrong place or are you just not applying yourself or is your mindset wrong? And so I think yeah, I would just finish with that is the idea that I just got in there and said, if there's another human being doing this and God has me here, I can do just as good as them. Even if it takes me longer, there's literally nothing I cannot learn to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're going to keep an eye out for the next uh, the next um, keys to promotion. And um, uh, give us a shout on Instagram if you haven't already. We love you. We'll see you next time.